Hello and welcome back to the latest Think Business podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. We talked to Bank of Ireland's Head of Motor Sector, Stephen Healy, who reflects on the recent measures in the budget 2022 around VRT and release for electric car buyers and if these measures will help Ireland to get to its aim of having an 845,000 electric vehicles on Irish roads by 2030. He also looks at how other countries are using policy to accelerate the shift from internal combustion engines to electric vehicles. Stephen, it's been a little while since we last talked, but uh, before we last talked, um, we were getting ready for Budget 2022 and Budget 22 has happened. Uh, how did the motoring sector view the recent budget measures? Did they go far enough to reduce carbon emissions and accelerate electric vehicle adoption in this country? Firstly, John, it's great to be back. Thanks for having me back. Um, I might just cast our minds back a little bit further, even to Budget 2021, um, and uh, which, which introduced some new measures affecting the motor sector as of the 1st of January 2021. So in fact, a new vehicle registration tax system was introduced, uh, which affected both new cars and, and used car imports. Um, and I don't want to get too specific on the detail of it, but essentially um, the government overhauled the vehicle registration tax, which I'll call VRT from here on in, uh, the vehicle registration tax system, um, and introduced a 20-band VRT tiered structure, which was linked to CO2 emissions. Um, and then it, fast forward then to budget 2022 this year, um, with further changes being made to that, that new system, uh, which will take effect from the 1st of January 2022. So that's just 12 months following a major overhaul of the vehicle registration tax system. And what will happen from the 1st of January next year is that VRT rates will be updated from a range of 7 to 37% to a range of 7 to 41%. Um, and in essence, cars with a CO2 value of 111 grams or higher will incur VRT increases of between 1 and 4%. So, and um, that would impact using 2021 sales as a measure, about 38% of sales in, in 2021 falls into that category. But the majority, so 33% of 38%, would incur just a 1% VRT increase. That doesn't seem too bad, though, Stephen. Well, it, it might seem that way, like a 1% VRT tax increase is not material or that it might not affect sales. But in fact, it's a further tax increase levied on top of what was brought in in 2021. Uh, and that's coupled and separate to manufacturer price increases, um, which are, are levied every year. And in fact, this year or into 2022, manufacturer price increases are likely to be higher due to supply chain constraints that came out of COVID. So uh, the sector would, would see it rather negatively, um, uh, John, you know, and it, it is, in fact, a, a double whammy um, in the space of 12 months on the motor sector. So it, it, it will it'll, it'll likely slow the pace of recovering car sales. It'll slow the pace of adding new low emission vehicles to the fleet. And to your earlier point, are the government doing enough? Well, I suppose the first thing to say is subsidies in, in, in Ireland are actually generous when compared to the EU you know, with regard to electric vehicle um, uh, subsidies, but, you know, higher low emission vehicle prices, and by that I mean petrol, diesel and hybrid, will mean customers that will keep their car 
cars longer and ultimately take longer to replace the fleet and reduce emissions. Um, so, so the sector wouldn't, wouldn't have seen um, those measures uh, as being positive for the sector going forward. And speaking of electric vehicle adoption, are you confident that existing VRT and release will encourage take up of these vehicles? I mean, the ambitions even you know, we're in twenty twenty one. There's a lot of ambitions for twenty thirty. To most people on the street, they'll go, "What? That's not going to happen." Or is it? You know, a lot, a lot of that kind of thing. So, speaking of that, are you confident that this will encourage take up? Uh, I, I suppose. I, the- one additional point I'll add to my last question, asked your last question, flows into this one in a way is that it's positive that in, in budget 2022, the government extended electric vehicle um, VRT reliefs of up to 5,000 euro in the budget for an additional two years. Um, and that's for your full battery electric vehicle. And they those reliefs are crucial to encourage EV adoption. There was a big push by the sector in the run up to the budget to uh, to lobby government to ensure that stayed in place, and you know it did. And furthermore, for fleet purchases, purchasers or company um, uh, fleets, government also extended the zero percent benefit in kind um, uh, subsidy for full electric vehicles, but with tapering reliefs going forward in future years. So, um, and then I suppose John, following the budget, the government announced like a, about a week later, the government announced that they're discontinuing reliefs on plug-in hybrids. So those are vehicles that have a battery and an engine um, in December 2021. And the, the, the plug-in relief this year was already reduced by 50% in July. So what, what it shows is that the government is firmly hitching its wagon to the EV train. And the EV train, I mean, full battery electric vehicles. So overall, the news it was is it, kind of positive, you know, but it's disappointing to see the PHEV reliefs being discontinued. And I think, you know, the existing VRT reliefs on full battery electric cars will encourage take up of vehicles. So how does the new climate action plan fit into all this? Yeah, so, so I suppose that the main takeaway from, from the climate bill and the refresh of the climate action plan in, in quarter four is that the government is targeting 845,000 electric vehicles on the road by 2030. That's just a, a 5,000 increase on cli- the climate action of 2019, but it's hugely ambitious. Um, and just to put it into, into perspective, the transport would account for about 20% of greenhouse gas emissions and cars account for about 10%. So the new car market has averaged about 120,000 uh, units per annum pre-COVID, but 60 to 70% of new car sales would need to be an EV or an ECV, an electrically chargeable vehicle, to achieve that target. So for the next decade, you know whatever happens, John, low emission vehicles, by that I mean petrol, diesel and hybrid, will, will be sold alongside um, full battery electric vehicles. And both need to be affordable. So for these cap targets to be achieved, the overall car market actually needs to increase substantially. And to my earlier point, you know, rising prices and rising taxes is going to limit the potential of the car market to, 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 to grow. And it puts those 2030 EV targets at risk. So I'd certainly like to see um, any future tax increases curbed. Very good. And are there examples of policy in other countries that Ireland should or could be pursuing? Norway is a great example, John, of, of successful electric vehicle policy. I mean, you, you'll be astounded when I tell you that 
in, in, in Norway this year, in the first nine months, about 63% of new car sales are full battery electric vehicles and 22% are plug-in hybrids. And they now have a plan to ban the internal combustion engine by 2025. But they funded this, ironically, through their sovereign wealth fund, which was built from oil exploration, you know. Um, <laughs> and I suppose, you know, general across Europe, policy in, in, in France, in Germany, in the big markets, it's, it's generally coupled with tax reliefs to temporarily reduce prices. There's no silver bullet in, in, in that regard, but it's going to take time for manufacturers to onshore battery production that'll bring down prices, you know, greater consumer adoption, greater volumes that'll bring down prices. Um, and look, Ireland is a high tax market for cars, John. You know, there's huge gaps when you compare it to the rest of Europe. So that's why the sector is, you know, it's strongly encouraging government not to increase taxation going forward and to continue the electric vehicle supports so that people can transition into electric vehicles. Um, certainly until the to the to the latter part of this decade when production costs would fall. And you know, it, could more be done? I think so. I mean, you could jumpstart. You'd excuse the pun. Um, you know, for you know, and accelerate sales. You know, you could temporarily reduce fat, in, introduce scrappage schemes. There's lots more that could be done to support the sector and support EV adoption in Ireland. Well, it's it's now something that everyone is watching. Every person who drives a car and plans to drive a car in the next decade. So, uh, they have our attention. Uh, but now it's to see, you know, will they get us to to buy these new cars and these new vehicles and and, and afford them ultimately? Uh, so, thank you again, Stephen. That's a great sum up of what's been going on. Really good. So, thanks again. We'll be talking soon, and we'll be looking at the new uh, climate actions we need to be taking as well. So, thanks very much. Thanks, John. Take care.